up, everybody? Joe Sib here with you from Rad Parenting with my co-host. Anaya Bo. And we are hanging. Yeah, just we're chilling, like for real. Yeah, we are. Did we just say hanging and chilling at the beginning we of our show? We did, because that's who we are today. We are. Sometimes we are. Sometimes we are. Hey, um, this show is all about expectations, managing expectations, because I always hear everyone talk about managing their personal expectations, whether it's in their career, mm-hmm. whether it's, hey, I'm trying to lose some weight. Well, hey, get some, you know, get the right expectations or, you know, even with, uh, I would say in your marriage, you know, sure. I know that I know that when my wife and I got together, I, I had all of my expectations of what a marriage was supposed to be. Yeah. And, and she had hers. And then mm-hmm. as you go along and we've been together 18 years, you realize that those expectations are different than really the reality of being married. Yeah, it's also interesting too the the word expectations uh, versus say criteria. Like when we do when I do work with girls and women around uh, relationship and creating healthy relationships, we always talk about creating your relationship criteria. Meaning, here are a list, or you could call it guidelines. Like here's what what is important to me in a relationship. When you do that with especially girls early on, it gives them. A, a place to like refer back to and be like, oh wow, I'm not sure how I ended up here. Like ten of my lists of criteria are missing, whatever. But with expectation, that word we're, we're really talking about. Like this is what I, this is my bar. This is what I'm looking for in order to be happy, content, to have a measure for whether I'm doing well at work, whether my relationship or my marriage is going well, whether my parent-child relationship is what it should be. And we've all sort of heard that old adage about, you know, expectation sets us up for disappointment because we're human. <laughs> and when it comes to parenting, which yeah. today I was like, I want to place that question on parenting. These The expectations mm-hmm. that I put on myself, the expectations that our listeners put on themselves, because you just said something that, you know, if you have crazy expectations, you set yourself up for failure. And none of us want to have failure when it comes to raising our kids. So today... What I wanted to throw out there on the table was where our expectations come from. Mm. How are they actually born into our mind? You know, is it from the media? Is it from our own parents? Which I think the answer to that both. probably is both. Yep. But also just managing the expectations. And for myself, it'd be the expectations of being a father mm-hmm. in 2016. Yep. Because I feel that when I started this journey 15 years ago, I had one idea of what a dad is. And now that I'm 15 years into the game, uh, I have a different idea of what a dad is. And what I thought was important kind of really wasn't. Mm -hmm. And what I didn't think was important has ended up being the most important part of being a dad. And the thing that I got to go into today is the opportunity to when the real parenting comes down. And, And I always use um, like I'm a huge fan of the movie, like Rocky, you know, cause mm-hmm. it's, or like feel the dreams. Like I love all those, yeah. like, Oh my gosh, like, you mm-hmm. know, it really happened. And I think for me that with parenting, these expectations I set on myself were like out of these f- fic- fictation, uh, f- fictional characters yes, yes. that didn't exist. You know, and you're like, hey, man, your real life doesn't work that way. Well, yeah. And I think that, so just to be, you know, and I'm, you know, 
a big a big dreamer and i believe big in, dreamer. in the beauty and the way that movies like the ones you mentioned and things that we see in a fictional context can really inspire us you know because they move something in us that's important and they can help us move beyond you know maybe limitations that we see for for those uh, for people that come out of um, homes that were not particularly well functioning, um, or their parents had a really unhealthy relationship or whatever, it's a big struggle to say like, I need to know that something more is possible, or I'm not so sure I want to have kids. And so that I don't think we need to dismiss the, the 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 beauty and the importance of having certain sort of ideals presented through media. That being said, um, in an age of everywhere media, we as you know, I mean, certainly our generation have had access to media our entire lives, um, certainly not what our children now have, but it's been sort of omnipresent. And it does it sets us up to go, Oh, so that's the way that it's supposed to be. And of course, in a media context, um, my gosh, especially prior to reality television, <laughs> we were you'd see kind of the ideal without understanding like there was rarely any struggle you know in the age of the Brady Bunch which you mentioned when we were talking earlier um it sets this like oh you can be this perfect little fit like uh, blending a family two two parents that have got three kids each we know that that is not going to be easy and sure they showed some of the little bumps that they hit but honestly like nothing like what you would actually so let's dive into that right there is the first thing with parenting the media and the way that we are going through our daily lives mm-hmm. and how sometimes you hit bumps in the road. And, and and I know for me personally, when I don't hit this expectation that mm-hmm. I want to be, that where I want to be as a father, it, it sticks with me. But sometimes I feel, and I don't know if some people are listening to the show, that we set these bars way too high because we are human beings. Mm-hmm. As much as we're as much as I'm a dad, I'm also a human being that makes mistakes mm-hmm. and it's it's capable. We've mm-hmm. talked about that on mm-hmm. the show. You know, when you have the blowout to repair it, uh, to acknowledge that. Uh, I always I always use the example of this would just be an example of like an expectation. When we first brought home my daughter, little teeny person wrapped mm-hmm. up in that blanket. You remember they do that burrito wrap and you're, yes. and you're just like, boom. What's that <laughs> what's that wrap called? Remember that? Yes. It's I, called swaddling. Okay. I called it the burrito wrap and I would just wrap her like, boom, I was so good at it. But I remember when I came home and my expectation as a dad was I was just going to be on like full time. Mm -hmm. And for the first, I would say three to four weeks, I was cutting fresh fruit every morning for Karen. <laughs> I, you remember when I told yes, you that? Yes, I do. I was, I was making breakfast. I love it. And I then you're do- like, oh boy, she's going to stay. Like, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't have the stamina. I thought I was running, you there know, you a 6K, not a marathon. Yeah, I, I, had, the, I had the idea that, yeah, I'm going to raise her in two months and we're done. Like, I yeah. thought like, yeah, you move. I, I didn't know. And then at one point I walked into her room. I'll never forget it. Like four in the morning and we're six weeks in, just six weeks. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. like you're not leaving. You're here yeah. for Forever, yes. Yes. which at that moment was the beginning of me, I think, realizing the expectation that I had as a father was this perfect, never get upset, never feel frustrated guy. And mm-hmm. I know that some people are like, why would you be that way? But it was almost the way the picture was painted in my head of what I needed to be as a father. Right. So that that would be what I'm saying when I Great. say managing your expectations. Yeah. So, okay. So the first thing I want to, I want to say, and I think that, you know, this would be, this is a good exercise to do as a couple 
whether you're, you know, married, not married, certainly if you're getting married, and definitely if you are married. And then again, I think this is a conversation that should be had repeatedly when you're getting ready to have children. And if you already have kids, just try it tonight with your partner. So couples, partners, anybody, you're saying this is something here's what I think we need to do. And this shifts it a little bit away from expectation, which is something that we usually like, to your point, we need to look at like write down like what are my expectations and where have those come from because that will usually put them into perspective that's a great idea i love that the second thing is and we can talk a little bit more about kind of the minutiae that is woven into that you know when you start to look at what are my expectations and where have they come from and which ones do i actually want to keep and which ones do i need to be like oh that's not actually me that's like something i heard my dad say when i was 10 and or something that was hurtful to me that you know no matter what i'm not letting that happen in my house But so start there. And then I think where we really want to move to is setting intentions that are going to be constantly evolving. So and it's it's really a beautiful thing to to be able to sit down and do that with your partner. I mean, this is the whole, I think the the best part of I know in the Catholic Church, I don't know, did you and Karen get married in the Catholic Church? Yes. Okay, so then you probably did the whole marriage class thing, right? Yeah, no, uh, what we had to have happen was at the time, um, I want to say we when we got married in the church, we kind of did on the uh, on the DL because the guy was. No, I know you're <laughs> of like. Of course you did. What's going on? No, yep. I got married when we got married in the church. We didn't end up taking the classes. Okay, because I think because because we we we. I just want everyone to know was time permitting. <laughs> We had a we had to get married at a certain time, and the the priest was super cool. And I broed down with him, and he was like, "Check it out! I've known you since you were a kid." And he totally isn't that crazy. I got the priest to be like, "It's cool." <laughs> yes, yeah. And, and you know what's really weird? He's no longer a priest anymore. He really isn't. Shocking. Yeah. I know. Um. So um. <laughs> no, but what I think is valuable about that is before we step into this enormous commitment, and yeah. I would argue that having children is an even bigger commitment than marriage. Not that not that it's it's not about easier or harder. It's a bigger commitment in that, as we all know, those of us who have already had children, that kid comes and you're like, oh, this is freaking forever. Yeah. If my marriage goes sideways, there's divorce court. There's no divorcing my child. Like I'm in it until the day that That's I die. That's a great point. And so if it, there was ever a time... So what you're saying is that one thing you brought up just really quick with the church mm-hmm. was, we took all these classes before we got married. A lot of people listening to the show, partners, you, you spend time together. What you're saying is there really isn't that when you have a child right. with someone. And wow. I'm not just talking about like parenting classes or marriage classes, meaning like somebody's like who's an alleged expert telling you, here's what you need to do to be a good spouse. Here's what you need to do to be a good parent. I'm talking about on a very personal level with your partner sitting down and saying, what matters most to you? What matters most to me? How might those things play out? Where Again, just like with the expectations, where do those values come from? And how might it look for us to support each other in trying implementing these things that I think it's really, really important that we have a super structured environment or I found it really stifling in my home to have a super structured environment. So let's try to find a happy medium together. Whatever you do, I think that when we generally set expectations that set us up for disappointment and or failure and we um, find ourselves in situations where we're like, wow, how did we get here? Because we were not really, we didn't enter this journey consciously in saying for ourselves and with our partner, 
Here's what I think we should work on. It's the it's straight out of the movie uh, Parenthood. Steve Martin, when Keanu Reeves' character says, "Hey, you know, if you want to if you want to go fishing, you got to get a fishing license, but they'll let anyone have, have a, a kid." kid. Uh, c- p- sorry, side note. Yeah, Keanu Reeves was in Parenthood. Yeah, you, did you know about my thing for Keanu Reeves? Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, well, no, well, I won't get too much. Is that into another it show? Right I am. So, it might be another show. No, I'm. I'm not like miss. Like I'm not into celebrity men at all. But there's something about Keanu. Anyway, okay. side note. You kind of just said you are into celebrity men. <laughs> you just by saying you're not. You just said you did. Uh, <laughs> no, but in that. But in that one. Thanks. But in that one. In that, that one part of the uh, of the movie when he says that. Yeah. I, even before I had kids, I was like, wow, what a great point. You, yes. you got to get a fishing license if you want to drive a car. Yes. Just goes back to when you and I first started doing this and we were talking about something to do with either my son or my daughter and you used the analogy of, hey, you're a surfer. You wouldn't let them just paddle out into the ocean and just tackle that on their own. So what you're saying is, is, and I wrote this down, which I love, is it's not so much expectations as it's really sitting down and finding out what your intentions are with your partner with bringing this person into the world. That's with, right. With and the person that we're, that we're, that's our child. Yes. And to be clear, that does yeah. not mean that if you already have kids that are five, 10, 15, whatever, that you're like, whoa, screwed that one up, can't go back. You absolutely can. Every single day is a new day that we participate in creating. And this is part of conscious parenting is, is sitting down just like when we were talking about the sex ed episode, and this has happened in so many different uh, different um, uh, topics that we've talked about, we first have to look at ourselves as human beings. What am I bringing to the table? What do I actually want to keep? Because I can see it's coming from a place of strength and a place of you know health and well being. And what is my like baggage from my own childhood that I need to work on, maybe in therapy, or I need to talk about with my partner, but I don't need to bring it to this other separate human beings journey in the world. I am here to guide and support and provide a, that you know yummy mix of um, I'm going to keep you safe while giving you enough room to discover who you are and explore. And then you start to roll with it. And you understand that sometimes having expectations actually kills the flow absolutely that allows that is the the animation for the intentions that absolutely we because what i know at least with me personally i find myself when i whenever i had those expectations uh, early on i always thought that the parenting moments that were going to be the most important i always joke around it'd be like we're at the kitchen table the lighting's perfect we've all eaten a great meal and now my son or daughter is going to ask me some crazy question about life and i'm just going to hit back so much knowledge whereas at least in my house no one there's there all we're doing at the table half the time is is joking around there's no seriousness going on and then i we've had dinners where i'm like come on guys let's get serious and then they're like look at me like dad what yeah you're like yes. you know okay mr funny man now we're going to be serious on sunday night and-, and and if you were sitting there with an expectation like this is going to be this great you know family dinner where we're going to have some deep moments i've ruined dinners because okay. of that I've and ruined, ruined family dinners. dinners. No, but I you did. Have probably missed opportunities when some beautiful little gem just sort of dropped, you know, out of the sky or out of wherever. I, I, t- I call it connecting with the divine. Like there's this moment of like you're like, wow, I can't believe this is happening. We're totally getting each other and moving with that instead of like, well, this is supposed to happen right now. Can I tell you what I call that? Not. Can yes. I tell you what I call that? And and I'm totally guilty of it. Uh, Forced connection. Yes. Like, you know, like when I try to force a connection with my kid, when I try to force a, hey, let's talk about this right yeah. now. Hey, let's talk about what's going on at school. And hey, I want to teach you all about sex ed right now. Yep. And your kid's just like, what are and you talking about? And they feel the energy and they're either going to 
comply as briefly as possible or they're going to shut you down. Can I throw this out there? Just being 15 years into the ride. Yeah. I had a friend of mine give me the best advice as, as a dad I'd ever gotten. He has two teenagers. Uh, you know, they're ahead of us. And I was telling him about this scenario. I'm always trying to set up these, these moments of wisdom. And he goes, Joe, check it out. I'm going to tell you right now, when it comes to those moments happening, trust me, they're going to happen at the most inopportune time on your end. Mm-hmm. And when they do happen, you're like a fireman. You have to go into full on mode. You have to like, yes. okay, you know how you see the fireman like slide down the pole, but check it out. I, I, uh, I remember it was with my daughter. I had just flown back from like, I'd flown out for a show to New York, flew back on the red eye. I'm just walking in. I'm like sitting in the same, cl- okay, boom. I'm literally- Time to s- chill. I'm sitting on the couch <laughs> like, all right, all I'm going to do right now at this moment is not, I think I even said, I'm not talking to anybody. And then at that moment, my daughter hit me up with, hey, dad, you know what I was thinking? You and I can maybe go. And she had a place she wanted me to take her to yep. and, and hang out. Yeah, and 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 I was this close. The words started coming out of my mouth of, "Are you kidding?" I just lit, and and all of a sudden, my friend's voice, Joe, it'll come at the. It was like, yep. it'll come at the worst time. And I remember, wow, it's happening right now. And as a dad, I've shared that with other dads. And it it, it those moments of spending time with our kids, or when they ask you questions. Yes, you know, I've had times where I'm watching, you know, a baseball game with my son. You know, we got the Giants and Dodgers on. We got the food out here we go and it's like the bottom of the sixth inning and he just throws a, a crazy bomb the, a big there. life question yeah i mean i'm talking life question you guys fill in the blank okay yeah. are you filling in the blank i'm talking bottom of the sixth inning yeah you know here we go yep. two outs and i'm like whoa now we're not talking about hunter pence anymore no nope. we're like this is ha-. and I'm, i've had those moments where i'm like wow yeah once again my expectation was those conversations were never going to happen. Yeah, that was going to happen when you were having a cool. You oh know, yeah, road trip. Da- da- yeah. Do you know how many times? Do you know how many times I've sat? You know, I got my son up front with me, and we were on a. You know, we, we were on a road trip. You know, driving up north or something, and I'm like, hey, we're going to have this really in depth conversation. Yeah, and it's just like, no, no, we're not. Yeah, because I feel like it's going to happen at the bottom of the sixth. <laughs> oh yeah, it's always no. Yeah, it'll be like we got tickets to the World Series. Hey, Dad, I want to talk to you about you know my girlfriend. I think yeah. she's pregnant. Whoa, yeah. right oh, here. That's right where you're. Okay. Okay. It could, but you drop in at those moments, and I feel that what you said is so true. That um, I personally need to work more on the intention, and and maybe that helps some of our listeners right now. Is that we all try to be the best mom, the best partner, the best dad, and and we set up these expectations sometimes in our in our heads that we don't even know where we got that information yeah. from. Whether and there was, can be a rigidity to it yeah. if it's like. These are my expectations. Why? Just because. Because this is what I've always envisioned. And it 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 kills it just kills the ability to be able to be in the moment, you know, sliding down the pole when you need to, making most the most I mean, you're dealing with a human being. Yeah. There isn't as much as we want to feel safe with like scripts. Scripts are so limiting and they're just not realistic when it comes to our children. We are going to limit their uh, their movement through the world, their self-discovery, their desire to come and have, you know, a spur of the moment conversations about big topics, you know, and it's it's a good lesson for us, too, because I think sometimes the further we move into adulthood, we sort of start moving um 
in this, you know, sort of rat race, like we're just like, this is what I do every day. I get up and I go to work and I blah, blah, blah. It's hard though. It's hard, especially right now with everyone trying to make ends meet, people working, people trying to get everyone to baseball practice and fall ball practice and to and Uh from school and, and, and making it all happen that when you do say, you know, scripts are so limiting. I know for me, sometimes a script is just so much, you know, I'm a neat freak. It's just so easy to follow the script. I think it's just important that we call that out and we say, you know what? We need to have a plan, 100%. I always use the analogy of like, you know, here's your starting point and there's your destination. And if you're just kind of like, oh, we'll see, you know, we'll see where the roads take us. You know, it could take you like, you know, 10 days when you've got five. And and so there's something about the efficiency and really being able to make the most of each day by having some structure and a script of some sort, but always with a willingness and a readiness to like drop in, as you say, when your kids or when circumstances say, nope, not today, we're doing this. And if when we resist that, we 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 lose beautiful opportunities. And I, I go back to what you mentioned, those opportunities when they present themselves, they really are gifts from the universe. You said it's a connection yep. to the divine. Yep. I feel that it, it's, it's what I, as a songwriter, I, I remember working with a producer, Daniel Ray, and he told me, he said, look, man, when you have that connection and you're writing a song, you're really getting a gift from the universe. And and what ends up happening is a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, you know what? I, I got that. I got that melody memorized. Oh, I'll work on those lyrics later. And what his whole thing was, he said, no, man, you have to see it all the way through. Now, yeah. obviously, you know, people like Bob Dylan, you know, they have huge connection to the vine joseph not so much you know, like just you might know, little Don't sell yourself you, short, <laughs> but what i'm but my point being is you know now as as a parent and as a father i realize when those opportunities uh from my son or daughter present themselves those are the moments now from the universe saying hey man this is what you wanted you're getting an opportunity for it yeah let's drop into it yeah and it's more about your intentions instead of setting up these expectations that I feel that are super hard to, to stay at because you, like, like I told you guys at the beginning, I was good for six weeks with being this guy that was chopping. I was Jack Elaine. Does anyone remember Jack Elaine? That no. like super fit dude. No, I don't. Okay. Well, I was like, I was like, you know, I was like super dad at that point. And, and it, it doesn't last. Yeah. It doesn't last. Whereas it, it, I love what you said about the, in, in, the in, uh, intention, sitting down with your partner and going, what are our intentions here? And, and remembering that there are ebbs and flows constantly in life. So you are going to go through, you know, just, your, oh my God, we're so in the flow. Our kids are so great. I'm killing it as a parent. And all of a sudden you're going to hit an ebb. And you know what? The ebbs are necessary for the flows. <laughs> it's just, they're, they're connected. And I think if we can you know, take a moment to recognize that and be a little more gentle with ourselves, we will also end up behaving in a way that is modeling more healthy behavior for our kids, again, to avoid expectations and rigidity that cause us to miss beautiful moments in life. Love it. That was fast. In and out Boom. right there. Boom. Hey, I um, want to thank everyone for listening to the show. Thank you guys so much. It's been an amazing year. We're coming out almost, I mean, we're close to our one year, it'll yeah. be our one year anniversary in February. February. So, so it's not that it's not that it's not that close, but it's not that far away. Got to thank everyone for all the emails. Please keep them coming. You can always email us at radparenting at gmail Also, keep the reviews going up there on iTunes and spread the word. One of the things that Nene and I, before even t- doing the sh- show today, was how can we get more people uh, listening to what we're doing here and sharing in the community of what Rad Parenting is all about. And the best way is when you guys share the show. I don't know if you found out about it from our Facebook page. 
page or if it's just something you found on iTunes. But if you can share the show, we appreciate it so much because then that way we get better ideas from the listeners and it continues to grow. And we really dig the community of listeners that you guys have are really all about. It's really given us yeah. so many ideas. Like we're going to have our sleep training show yes. that in two weeks. I uh, think yep. it's two weeks, two yep. weeks. And so that was a request a from you guys. And and I think that the other thing to remember is that um, when you are when you become a conscious parent and you are are you know incorporating some of the things that we talk about here, it's always easier when you have other parents in in your community in your circle, um, both in terms of just having somebody to run things by, and then also in terms of your kids playing together and like oh well we know that you know their household is basically on the same page our household is they're conscious parents we're conscious parent you know blah 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 it's just easier when you're not doing it alone so another very practical reason to sort of spread the word and get more people on the rad parenting tip. Absolutely. With that said, uh, we are going to split. My name is Joe Sib. And Anaya Bo. And we'll see you guys all next week. Late. Late.